You're listening to the Sewing and Growing podcast and radio show with J and J. Hello, everyone, and I am back, and it feels special because I wasn't here last week. Thanks for holding the fort down, kind sir. You're welcome. This is kind of like a fort. It's kind of like a lair. Was lair. that your first solo? podcast yes. you had to do one before with guests because i've been sick i've never done a completely solo one no yeah. so i had a guest and i just want to say thank you man it's great to have somebody yeah. that you have good chemistry with and i really do have good chemistry with you. Thank you and it's easy to put out content together whether it be video announcements or podcasts ditto i agree two is better than one but I'm yes. not going to be laying with you and staying warm. <laughs> I'm not going to be fulfilling that whole verse, but at least having a mic to hold with you is great. We have separate mics. Yeah, we don't share the mic. Oh and I don't sit close enough to speak into the mic. You're going to have some imaginations you're going to need to cast down from this podcast, but we're just being playful. That's what we do. Uh, we always have to find that balance, man. Uh, do we take it too far? Do we edit it out? Do we not edit it out? A lot of times I take it too far. There's man. been times, and some of you may have caught this, where we thought we were going to take information out of the podcast, and, and then I have to message him and go, man, we forgot, we forgot to take to this take out. out. Uh, thank God the blood of Jesus takes things out of our lives <laughs> that never have to go on the air. I agree with all of that. All right. Well, I'm going to get after <laughs> because I it. endeavor not to be long-winded. I want to talk about our churches, New Creation Churches, vision, mission, purpose, core values. Maybe you don't know do about it. all these. There's a lot. Uh, God, I believe, I sense God gave me this to help me understand because I used to go, what's the difference between a vision? What's the difference between a mission? Why do we have a vision, mission, purpose, and core values? Seems like a whole lot to yeah. have to remember. So God took me on a journey and he gave me kind of a picture. I believe I could have missed it, but I saw a picture. First off, the vision is where you're going. Eyesight, yep. ability to see yep. it's out ahead. This is where you're going. If you have a personal vision, this is where you're going as a person, as a church. Our vision where we're going is every member in their place to see the glory of God and to possess the land. Yes. A lot of you have heard that before. If you're serving on teams, I pray to God you've heard that from me, <laughs> if I'm your leader or another leader. That's the vision. That's where we're going. Mission is how we're going to get there. The okay. vehicle we're in. You know, if we're going to Denver, I guess I can take a train. That's cool. I've never okay. done it to Denver. But the vehicle I'm choosing is my Honda HRV. It's a little bit bigger than my wife's Toyota Corolla. If I had a... Humvee or a cyber truck. I would choose that, but I don't <laughs> have one. You get stuck in so, the snow with the cyber truck. Uh, besides the fact right now, but it's ha it's the vehicle. It's how you're going to get there. Uh, our mission here at New Creation Church is to love, lift, and reach people. So how are we going to find every member in their place? How are we going to see the glory of God? How are we going to possess the land? We're going to do it by loving, reaching, and lifting people. That's Absolutely. the right. How about purpose? Like, oh, man. Where is purpose on this journey that I'm going? So I already have where I'm going. I already have how I'm going to get there. This is the way I see purpose. It's kind of a personal revelation, but those are the signposts of progress on the way. If I'm going to a new place, I love when I see a green government paid sign <laughs> and the miles to destination dwindling yes. down. It gives me assurance that I'm making forward progress. Absolutely. What's the purpose of New Creation Church? Well, it's an acronym. Yes. Go ahead. Sets, save, establish, train, send. But there's a longer version. Of yeah, it. save the save, lost, yeah. 
Establish the saved, train the established, send the train. So I want to go. Am I really finding every member in their place? Am I seeing the glory of God? Am I possessing the land? Am I loving, lifting, and reaching people? Well, if I can look around and I can see people getting saved under my supervision, if I can see people getting established, trained, and sent out into their schools, sent out into their jobs, I gain some confidence that we're fulfilling the purpose. But how about core values? This is the way I look at it. A core value sets culture, but it's a distinguishable attribute about something. Now let's just talk about the Cybertruck because I like the Cybertrucks. I think they're cool. Very polarizing. You think they're ugly. Polarizing. It's a great word for it. I've heard them say it. Even Tesla saying, this is a polarizing vehicle. We knew that to be true. You may be into it. You may not be into it. I personally am into it. Something very interesting about the Cybertruck is you can't find one Tesla emblem on the vehicle. The only place where there's the Tesla emblem is on the key. Not anywhere on the vehicle. But the reason they can get away with it is it's so distinguishable by the way it looks. You don't need to have a Tesla emblem on it for people to know it's a Tesla. I think that's what our core values yeah. are. Mm-hmm. You could rip a Ford emblem off of a 2012 F350, and I would know that that's a Ford, not a Chevy, not a GMC, not a Dodge, just by looking at its characteristics of its body. Yeah. Now, I believe New Creation Church, if we live according to our core values, I don't need to wear my NCC baseball cap, even though it's very comfortable and I like to wear it. I don't need to because people no. could go, by the way you're living, by the way you're acting, I bet you go to New Creation Church. Mm, that's a good analogy. Now, what are our core values? Our core values are compassion, character, communication, people development, structure, and family. I just want to focus on compassion today. Compassion. Compassion as a core value. I believe most people who listen to this podcast already go to New Creation Church, but maybe your church has core values. If you don't, and you can implement these in your life. So their definition, the NCC definition of compassion is connecting to the hearts and needs of people. So I want to just look into that definition and talk about compassion. The first thing that I noticed there is it says connect. So my first job is to connect. John Maxwell talks a lot about connection and he actually has a book and the book is called Everybody Communicates, Few Connect. Connection is not automatic. You can talk, you can have great knowledge, but the connection from what you have and what God put in you to another person is not automatic. So how do you know if you're actually connecting? First off, I think there's two types of people. John Maxwell talks about this. You have to be the type of person when they walk into a room, they say, there you are, instead of here I am. It's a disposition about yourself. Are you eye-centered? You know, I'm thankful that I don't have to wear glasses, but a lot of times I've had an eye problem. I'm not talking about EYE problem. I'm talking about capital letter I problem. It's a self-obsession. It's a self-focus. Even if it's insecurity, that's a self-focus. I know there's a minister who emphasizes a verse in Proverbs out of the King James translation. It says, only by pride cometh contention. He said, any difficulty you have in life boils down to a problem of self-centeredness. Hey, man, if you're eye-centered, you're going to be high-centered. Ooh, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck. Good thing on the Cybertruck, you can go up 17 inches in clearance. That's good. 
with a button. Wow. Going back to the Cybertruck. Okay, carrying on back to our core values. Again, those distinguishing characteristics of the vehicle you're taking to where God has for you, the vision. Here's another one. You go, am I connecting with people when I'm around them? Here's the great question of connection. Who's talking more? If you're talking more, you're probably not connecting. If they're talking and sharing with you more than you're talking, you're probably connecting with them. So often we have such an intensity within ourselves. I have to be so interesting, but it's better to be interested than be interesting. That's good. So first off, remember your job is to connect. Secondly, the primary point of connection is with their heart. So I'm trying to make a connection. Where am I connecting with them? Am I connecting with them on a very superficial level? No, we're trying to connect with people in their heart. Now, why am I saying that? I think it's acting like God. God said about David, everyone else was looking at the outside and connecting. Even Samuel, when he was anointing kings, he looked at the oldest brother of David. He said, surely this has to be the next king of Israel. Look at him. He's strong. He's handsome. God says, no, not him. Dad didn't even see what was in David's heart. But God said, I don't look at the outward appearance. That's what man does. I look at the heart. So if we're going to be godly, we have to look at the heart and try to connect with the heart. Why? Because we value what we're trying to share with people. As Christians, we should always be endeavoring to try to sow seeds of peace, sow seeds of the word of God, but the word of God is perfect. It's incorruptible. The success of the word of God we share is dependent on the soil that we put it in. So if we're connecting with the heart, we're preparing soil, we're speaking to things of the heart for the person before they even realize what we're about to give them and that connection can be greater because we're connecting to the hearts and needs of people when we're operating in compassion. Now, I believe this. That if we connect to the heart, we will reveal the need the person has. When you look past the skin and bones, well, the bones are pretty deep, but inside the skin, (laughs) when you look inside the person and not just the problems they're having, what's going on in their life, you get to the heart, you're getting to the root system of what's going on. And I understand this isn't fully attainable. It's something we're endeavoring to do. Even the Bible says that who knows the heart of a person except the spirit within him. But we can see past just superficial. We can see with the Holy Spirit and those, that vision to see what's going on inside of a person. Do you have anything to share? Oh, I'm just, I saw you write something down. I'm just, I'm, I'm listening to what you're having to say. And really compassion is intricately tied to connection. You can't have compassion for someone if you're not willing to connect with them. And I think if you were to kind of put a label on that in society, people who are trying to display compassion without connecting is really called virtue signaling. (laughs) And it happens a lot where you don't really, I mean, I remember this video I watched where this lady was picking up trash on the beach and her friend was filming her and it was just for the Instagram reel. And then she actually left the trash bag on the beach so it was like i care about the environment or i want others to care about the environment that that might be a bad example but when you're not when you don't take the time to actually connect with someone it you really can't have that 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 compassion rise from your heart and then when you try and act on it without connection it would be called virtue signaling that's a really good connector so connection Uh, and that's why we have to value people right and when you connect with somebody what also happens is you experience empathy. 
and you start to feel what they feel. And it's way easier to show compassion when you actually get a glimpse of what someone else might be going through. And next week, I just encourage you, get ready for next week, because we're going to talk about how Jesus was moved with compassion, moved with empathy, and how it really hit him. But I agree. You can have a manipulative type of connection where you're just trying to connect with somebody to get something from them. But when we really value people, we value connection with people. And I've shared it before, but I'm just going to share it again. Value, we learned this from Pastor Mark, is shown in three different ways. Time, attention, and resources. And I'm not an expert on this. I'm not great at this. My wife's love language and the majority of the people on the teams that I have had the opportunity to serve in leadership, their way of receiving love is quality time, which I think is a combination of time and attention. And normally when you're giving someone time and attention, you're normally giving your resources to something that you're doing together. So it incorporates all three. And I had to recognize if I'm not great at giving my time and attention to a person, even someone as important as my wife across from me, I can't truly say that I value her. But when you start to value somebody, you start to connect with them. Again, all roads are connected. We just start chewing on this. So how can that look? Giving people time in your day. So often we're so chock full in our schedules. We can't schedule in time to just connect. And I think we'd be better off. I'm going to show up to the function 15 minutes early. Yeah. So I have no other agenda but to connect to the person across from me. And I'm going to talk to them until they end the conversation. So I think a great, you know, a great point about that. Sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to connect with people, especially when they give you the type of answers that are just really short. So a great way, you know, you said whoever's talking the most is really a good indicator. If you're talking more than the person you're trying to connect with, you're probably not connecting with them. And what's helped me, and this is more of like a communication tip. Um, but you know, this asking open-ended questions with people. So when you're trying to connect with someone, if, you know, we just had a lot of snow this last week and you go, man, we had a lot of snow. And then I go, yep. And you go, do you like the snow? Yes. Okay. That's a question that's not open-ended, which means all it requires is a yes or no. And if they're not a talkative person, it ends right there. Say, what's your favorite part about the snow? Or what is your favorite season? Why? And that's really simple, but that breaks the ice to where you can start actually finding out what the needs of that person really is. So a lot of it is just being strategic in how you approach people. Absolutely. And remembering what I said earlier, that your interest in that person is more important to them than how interesting you are. But so often we don't believe that. We think that we have to be so amazing for somebody to talk to us, but people don't feel amazing. And when you show enough attention and value to that person to ask repeated questions and to, I think of it as a train and each one is a train car. How many cars can you stack up? How many cars of asking a question, getting an answer, asking another question, add a car. How many can you go? Can you do three? Can you do 10? How long can you stretch this one out? Yeah. But people go, wow, this person actually cares enough to ask me questions. Yeah. I'm telling you, it'll go a long ways. And then you'll get resources. Like when you actually start talking to someone and they start telling you a lot about a subject and you keep asking those questions. Now, guess what? Now you have a stockpile of knowledge that you can apply to another situation. Exactly. It's great. And I'll just tell you this as we're talking about 
connecting with people. A great way to connect with people is to remember their name. And the best system that I have applied to remember names is to use my cell phone. Now, normally cell phone will break down connection with people, (laughs) but when you pull your phone out, you're distracted. But I intentionally use it. I have a note on my iPhone that's called names. And then I have different categories of different places, gym, gas station, restaurant, church. So once they give me their name, immediately when I leave, I write their name down under the category of where I met them. And then one distinguishing factor about them. Mm. That's good. So when I meet Charlie, who has the Tesla cyber truck, next time I see Charlie walk through, not only do I say, even if I don't remember, I can pull up my phone and go, Charlie, I remember you and your cyber truck. Now I have noticed his name and something I appreciate about him. Connections flowing. Or like saying their name. In your conversation, they say, what's your name? Jason. Oh, nice. Nice to meet you, Jason. So Jason, what's, you know, adding their name into the questions, that helps me. It I can put it. them in my phone. I say, Jason, what's your favorite season? Oh, okay. I encourage Not you every to- single time because then they're like, what is wrong with this dude? But- <laughs> I encourage you, do that. Remember and repeat their name in the questions. But when they leave, it, put it in the phone. All right. Go ahead. All Keep right. Going. I don't want to say a whole lot more other than this is one of our core values. And I think it's one of the most important. And when I think of core, I think of my core. And so often you can move forward in life and get great results by neglecting your core and just focusing on strength, what your strengths are. And you'll get a place. And I remember this, just deadlifts. I was putting up a lot of weight, but I wasn't working on my core. And I eventually hurt my back. And then I had to take a huge step back in my strength process. Even though I was progressing fast, it wasn't lasting success. Mm -hmm. When you focus on your core values, you can be confident that whatever growth you gain will be lasting growth. Just like when we work on our physical core. So this is just a taster. We're going to jump back next week. We want to talk about Jesus and how he was moved with compassion and go deeper in compassion. Week number two, do you have wisdom of the day from this podcast? Um, I mean, this might be I centered to use my own thing that I came up with, but that's just okay. talking about how you connection and, and, and compassion are, are tied. You can't, you cannot have compassion if you're not willing to connect. And when you display compassion without connection is virtue signaling. And it's easy to do because everybody wants the Instagram like everybody wants. It's, it's the difference between reputation and character. You want to be perceived as somebody who cares. Someone who actually cares is going to take the time to connect. Very good. And I'd encourage you just with a practical step to gauge where you're at in connection. Do the great question of connection. Who talks more? And see who in conversation talks more. Stay attentive to that person when you notice that you're drifting off, when you're you're, you're losing. Just gather yourself back in and let the next person you talk to apologize. Meeting my phone. <laughs> I just ignored that person. I'm not connecting with them. I'm connecting with you now, audio <laughs> listener. What I was saying is, I lost I don't my remember connection what you with were you. Saying. That phone ring. About was, who's talking more? Yeah. When you're in conversation with them and you're staying focused, let them end the conversation. I've become a master at saying, "Hey, thanks, man. That's so great," and then walking past them. It's tough to stay in a conversation till they go, "Okay, I gotta go." And you have to put margin in your day for that. But if you want to grow in it, you put your time, attention, and resources to it. That's all that I have. Jonathan, will you pray us out?
Gladly. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for this time we get to spend together and put out content, Father God. Hopefully that helps people connect even more. Just pray, Father God, that if people listening to this podcast go to our church, understand our core values, that they would gain a greater understanding of compassion, what it really means to connect to the needs of people, to the hearts and needs of people. Father God, show us how you love, show us your compassion and let it work through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for connecting with us, everyone. We'll be back next week on the Sown and Growing Podcast with Jay and Jay.